Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are on uh, DSTV Channel 814 and Nationwide on 104 to 107. The time now, exactly 22 minutes after 10. If you're a spiritual person, this should mean something to you. 22.22, that is the time on your dial. A-teamers, we are speaking right now about our rich culture and history that has been retold in a book and in a game. I'd like to welcome the author and the game developer, Ketiwe Zulu. Ketiwe, thank you very much for joining us this evening thank you for having me patricia are you doing are you doing well under the circumstances these days listen uh, when i speak to powerful (laughs) women like yourself right when i speak to women who are changing the game how can i not be doing well how can i not be seeing a glimpse of hope in the horizon for our country are you doing well i'm doing okay i'm these days i when i welcome wake up healthy and the rest of my family is healthy i'm like i'm okay and I think this will uh, pro- probably hoax you into creating uh, another board game or another book around COVID-19 and this uh, worldwide pandemic. But right now, let's talk about this uh, beautiful um, historic book and game mm-hmm. that you have created, uh, Ketiwe, that is telling our South African history from a beautiful point of view that uh, both the young and old can engage in. Mm. The the book, the first book that I wrote was called South African History Retold, A Beginner's Guide to the History Behind the Street Names. And it really was born out of curiosity. The street names had changed and um, I wasn't sure who the names um, that, that were reflected um, were and the rationale behind even the changing of the street names. So after a while, I just decided, let me just do a little bit of research for myself um, just to find out who, who these, these people were. And, and once I started to sort of like engage with the material and, 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 and find out. I, I wanted to learn more. And then when I wanted to learn more, I wanted to just share it. And honestly, um, what, what most saw as an, an, a convenience, after the research, I saw, as a, I saw it as a necessity. Um, may have been done a little bit too late, but it, it's, it's something that really needed to be done. So the first book is really covering um, the people behind the names that the streets have, have been turned into. And then um, when I launched that book, there was sort of like a, a, a grievance and a complaint that there, there aren't many women that are reflected um, in, the, in the street names book. But I was just true to the project and I kind of um, stuck to what has been renamed. But I thought it's a perfect avenue to start digging into um, the, the women in the liberation struggle. So I wrote a second book called South African History Told the Beginner's Guide to the Women in the Liberation Struggle. Turned both the books into the both board game that you are you are talking about called South African History Retold. Did you did you really know? Mm. Very interesting uh, and very important for us not only to uphold and commemorate males who have uh, done great in our South African history, but also the females. Now, as you were going through your research and writing the book um, and uh, further then developing the, the, the board game, uh, can you take us through the, 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 the challenges of finding the correct information around females who are part of our history? and the emancipation part of our history, especially. So glad you asked that question, because I did have... I, I was more comfortable writing the, the, the second book because I already knew that it's going to copy the style of the first book, but never did I think I'm going to run into so many um, difficulties in terms of digging up the history of the women. 
purely because sometimes you would read about a a a, a woman and the only thing that was reflected about her really was the heading of her name and the rest was um about her husband so um you could see that history sort of like sometimes tells a woman's story in relation to what she married into and um sometimes the the history just completely erased women out of out of the telling and it was um it was an eye opener eye opener for me because one um example I always use was that I knew the drawing of the constitution to be by people like Alpi Sachs. I mean those were quite prominent names. Then I find out in the background that they were they worked together with people like the the, the Mollies of, of this world that were female. And I just thought, oh gosh, what, why did I know about Alpi Sachs and I didn't know about um, Molly Blackburn. And that was the difficulty that I found when I was writing especially the women's, the women's book, is that information is not very readily available. And when it is, it's always in partnership with, um, with, with the, the husband. Um, and she's so, sort of like at the, at the backdrop of it. Meanwhile, many of these women entered politics way before they met their husbands. Now, does this not just speak to the patriarchal uh, society that a lot of um, activists have been fighting against? The fact that even history is being retold, but the woman's role is always put as a sublime role. In your book, when you cite some of these women and uh, you, you give us the rich history behind the, the, the role they played in the struggle, do you then elevate their stance as opposed to what has been done by other um, historian writers? So glad you asked that as well, Patricia, because I took it at... Um a very deliberate de- decision to elevate them. For, for example, when I was researching the first book about the, about the men, there was never really a need um, for people that were writing what I was reading to, to name their female counterparts. Never. The, it was Chief Albert Lucille, it was the story of Chief Albert Lucille. So I thought, when I'm going to um, tell the story of Nogutula his wife, I couldn't feel the push and the need to include um, heavily that she was the wife of Chief Albert Dushula. I just merely stated that she got married. Um, and, and, and that's because I, I wanted their stories, their own personal stories and journeys to be what is concentrated, um, concentrated on when people read, read the book. And I was very heavy in, 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 that, in that sort of stance and that hand that, that I took because I, I just thought for too, for too long they've been at the backdrop. I want to know about her. I don't want to know about her. She was a she before she got married. So uh, it was a very deliberate decision. Yes, you're right. I elevated um, the woman when I was writing the book. Kudos and well done to you. Um, honestly, uh, Ketiwe, what you have done is amazing. Let me remind our A-teamers uh, that we are talking to a phenomenal author and game developer, Ketiwe Zulu, who is hailing from Guazulu Natal. Yes, yeah. my homeland. <laughs> and um, and, and she's, she's proudly representing the South African history and also giving the beautiful and rich history of the female's role in South Africa. Please, uh, A-teamers, let's interrupt 
interact with her. Let's find out more about this journey of being an author and a game developer within the confines that we find ourselves when it comes to our history being retold. The number to dial is 011-714-4045. Alternatively, 011-714-2006. You can also WhatsApp on 0614-104-107 or SMS on 41391. Now, Ketiwe, Tell us about some of the names. I mean, you've, you've mentioned one, but some of the names and perhaps what sort of elements did you find that were interesting and that were never written or told in our history about those particular females? Besides the 90-odd names that um, I, I discovered that I myself didn't know, because um, what, what I am is, is, a, is a creative writer by, by profession, so I'm not, not entirely a historian. But what I wanted to do is um, write a history book that is accessible. So each of the names that I, I found, I condensed, even though there were pages and pages of material I had to go through to, to understand the person, um, I condensed them into, at most, two paragraphs because I wanted to, to wake the appetite for children to read further about who they think they identify with. But just to answer your, your question, what I found most interesting is how ordinary some of the women were. Um, but honestly, housewives, um, sometimes farmers, sometimes, but just really with a, a resilient spirit of wanting to leave a better country behind for, for our children. And my favorite by far, is Annie Selinda, um, and I had no idea who she was before I researched the book. And basically, she was so defiant. Her, her battle cry um, was, I will never carry a pass. And um, basically, she was saying, um, if white women are not going to be um, asked to carry a pass, I don't understand why I should be when we are both female. And she literally went to her death, having never carried a pass. And I just think that sort of... Um, mentality and resilience needs to be passed on to our children to make them understand that they are actually the, the, the shapers of their own destiny. Even if it was stubbornness that got her imprisoned and it got her banned and banished and everything else, she remains true to her cause. She does not see and she doesn't understand why she needs to carry a part and not all other white women had to. And um, there's many other of those kind of stories, but what I found most interesting is just the, the ordinariness, if there's a word like that, of the women that changed the part of our history and the cause of our country. Mm. I love what you have uh, done. And uh, now I'd like us to go into the game itself, Ketiwe. Yes, there's a book. But how mm. better is it for us to engage our children in our history by making them play games that are relevant to our history, specific to us as South Africans? So the, yeah. the, the process of developing a book um, and, and taking that book or writing a book and then taking that book and developing a game from the book. Well, tell us about that process before you even explain the game to us. Um, I think also the game was sort of like a, a way for me to, what do you call it, like de-stress? Mm-hmm. Because the material that I was um, write, reading and writing about was was very heavy. Um, there's no way you can't be affected by by something like this once you you get into it. But then I I started to think, oh gosh, I have a I have a daughter, I have a four year old, and the the worst thing I can imagine is her being on her phone 
um, for the rest of her life and me not being able to engage with her. But if I want to engage with her, what did I want her to know? And I thought I wanted to know about the people that came before her, that freed her, that were, you know, that were the masterminds of her liberation. And I thought, what, what better way than to have fun? I come from a, a family of, of board game players, heavily, Scrabble, and so on. And I thought those were my childhood memories. And uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to draw out information from this book these books and turn them into question and answer um, board game. Hmm. And uh, who were your first participants in terms of uh, uh, trying out this board game? And what was Ooh. their reaction? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking me back to, to, to struggling life um, myself. Um, the, the board game, the first participants were school, were school children uh, from a school in Umlazi, um, in Deben. Um, Kenan College. And what I was doing there, I was trying to test the game because sometimes when you develop something like that, you understand it. Then you suddenly realize, gosh, there's no sense in that rule that I made um, because nobody else is understanding it except I. So the, the, the game went through a process of testing and I tested it with um, uh, young people. I tested it with, with family, my biggest critics. I tested it with, um, with, with friends, and then eventually um, I, I went in, into market and tested it a little bit with some corporates to just see if, if um, firstly, it's enjoyable. Secondly, is it, is it um, rendering the education that I want people to know? And um, that was the biggest struggle was, was the testing. The developing was fine because I thought it was all set and done and made sense. The testing is what took um, long, so because I had to tweak and go back to design and redesign and go back to all sorts of things that I've never done again before in my life. Yeah, you know, Ketiwe, I'm I'm excited about the fact that these young people and or oh, us young people and uh, South Africa will be able to engage in our historical knowledge um, mm, that yeah. is not necessarily in our textbooks. And that's something that we need to make sure we rectify in the near future. But we will know who we are and where we come from and hail all our heroes and heroines accordingly. Now, mm. where, where do South Africans then make sure that they get their hands on your books and uh, the game? Um, all my products, the, the two books, the game, the questions and answers, everything is on www.kitiwazulu.com. I thought that would be easy to remember. <laughs> Very easy. Com. <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, you just you place your order and whichever um, address you, 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 you put down in your order is where I deliver the book. Um, in, in about two to three days, it usually is shorter. And do you, have you engaged with any of the South African libraries to make sure that this particular uh, books, these particular books are put in our libraries or even um, filtered into our education system? Um, the Echebini site has been really supportive in terms of the, uh, of the libraries. Um, honestly, uh, they've given. I think they've thrown their weight behind the, the project. I've struggled with with, with national. I've struggled um, a lot, but I also I just think maybe there's more priorities in other things at the moment than um, buying books and games. But um, my wish is for this book to be. In, in the hands of every South African child, the values that you, you take away from the people and what they did is, is something that I feel every South African child should be instilled with. Um, the ability to engage politically and be able to, to change the course of your 
your history and your destiny and your tomorrow is something that uh, is, is becoming lacking in our youth. And they sort of like sit back and um, they let government dictate. You, you, you are the government and you can change um, the course of history. But I've battled, Patricia, with like arts and culture, that's the Department of Education, but maybe the wheel turns slowly and um, maybe the tide will turn and they will eventually just fight. Well, let's wait for that tide to turn. If not, let us be pushing for it to turn because mm. this is something we really need. Ketiwe, thank you so very much uh, for sharing our beautiful history. Thank you for the books and thank you for the game. Um, more strength to your bow. Thank you very much, Patricia, and thank you for having me. And take care. Keep safe. Thank you very much. And uh, make sure that uh, you go to that website. Uh, that's www.ketiwezulu.com to get your hands on uh, those books that uh, have such rich cultural history for us as South Africans. This is uh, SAFM Late Night Conversations. We continue with the very important conversations. I did tell you that there's a deal of the year that we're about to speak about, right? And I'd love for you, um, A-teamers, to just engage us on this because we have legendary Tembisa Fakute, who's going to be joining us in a couple of minutes and uh, outlining this big deal that has something to do with Israel and uh, UAE. And this is something that I think the world has been anticipating for years and years. And now that it's coming together, we need to be engaging on the right platforms. The number to dial uh, to weigh in on this conversation is 0614104107 on WhatsApp, or you can call in on 891 The alternative uh, place to call is 011 714